0: This podcast is bad for my productivity. Really? Yeah. What's um, happening? The story I'm going to tell you uh, I find really inspirational. And so I kind of ended up going down a rabbit hole. Um, right. And her name is Christine Ha. Over the course of the next three or four years, she went became almost completely blind, started a blog called The Blind Cook. And Gordon Ramsay says, and the winner is... It also had advantages, and one of them was that the other contestants were constantly, or oh, what? What are they doing? What are they doing? And like, oh, they look better than mine, and and they start they start to rush, they change their plans.
1: Welcome to Anecdotally Speaking, a podcast to help you build your business story repertoire. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Callahan.
0: And hey, everybody, I'm Mark Shank. Mark, I believe you've got a story for us. You believe correctly. (laughs) And uh, I must say, this podcast is bad for my productivity. Really? Yeah. What's Um, happening? The story I'm going to tell you, uh, I find really inspirational. And so I kind of ended up going down a rabbit hole, you know, (laughs) (laughs) um, studying this lady. Um, Right. And her name is Christine Ha. Um, She's uh, born of Vietnamese. She's lives in Houston in the USA, born to Vietnamese parents, refugees from the Vietnam War, uh, and kind of a normal upbringing. Her mum was apparently an amazing cook and uh, taught Christine a whole bunch of stuff about how to cook. And unfortunately, her mum died when she was 14, so kind of cooking lessons ended there. Um, when Christine was in her early 20s, she was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease called uh neuromyelin optica nmo and it's uh, your own immune system attacks the optic nerves and over the course of the next three or four years she went became almost completely blind wow and so she'd never studied cooking but when she went blind she went i am going to learn how to cook even though i'm blind uh-huh. she- Right. So she starts teaching herself how to cook and now her husband was helping her and all that. So she figures out how to cook. And as she learns more, she started a blog called the blind cook and she starts to attract a following. And she was invited to audition for the 2012 series of MasterChef USA. Excellent. And so, (laughs) and this, by the the way,
1: I have to say that's Sheena's favorite uh tv show like it's in our house it's almost on a you know rotating repeat right of, of shows
0: oh. so all right well I've you seen, might be able to i've seen a,
1: i've seen a lot of MasterChef.
0: okay all right well the audition so there's gordon Ramsay and two other uh judges yep. sitting there and coming up towards them using her cane with her husband by her side yeah holding her arm is Christine right? And she walks up, and the look on Gordon Ramsay's face was astonishment. Like he's like, "What?" Anyway, Christine gets the thing, does the uh, she she cooked a a traditional Vietnamese Vietnamese catfish dish, and uh, anyway, she gets selected. Yeah. Now, of course, the big disadvantage: she's blind. You have the other contestants running around, you know, getting the stuff out of the fridge, you know, doing all their stuff. And she can't do any of that. Um uh, uh, she's got a helper, by the way. So the uh, you know helper goes and gets stuff from the fridge and, and things like this. During the 19 episodes, she won seven of the of the competitions. She really? placed there, yeah, seven that's, of the that's 19 amazing. Episodes, pretty that? cool. She mm. placed in the top three in three others. She was also in the bottom uh, bottom group twice. Did um, she fight her way out? White, yeah, fought her way out and oh, uh, good. and got through. And and in September 2012, she was in New York for the finale where they announced the winner. And there was uh, herself and um, uh, another contestant. And Gordon Ramsay says, and the winner is Christine Ha. Oh, yeah, my God. So, really? so she won MasterChef USA Uh, blind but she talks about even though she was blind and that was a big disadvantage it also had advantages and one of them was that the other contestants were constantly oh what what are they doing what are they doing and like oh they look better than mine and and they start they start to rush they change their plans and sometimes they don't even serve up the finished dish disaster ensues yeah that's right well, as, a, as you know, <laughs> I'm no aficionado of the show, but I'm sure that you could fill out oh, some yes. of the details. Mm. Anyway, Christine just said, I had none of that. I just, I just focused on me. I did the thing that I'd planned to do. I just, yeah, I was not distracted. Uh, and it really helped me focus on getting the dish that I intended to prepare on the plate at the right time. And so uh, that's amazing. From a big disadvantage, <laughs> they were also advantages, and, and and she won the whole the whole thing. And she's gone on; she's written books, she's co-hosted on a on a oh, show God. in the in in Canada. She's got two restaurants in Houston. She travels the world giving demonstrations, talks, etc. Uh, and like, just totally admire how she has achieved this against the odds.
1: That's
0: fabulous, isn't it?
1: What a great story! I mean, I mean, I, I think the one of the things I've been thinking about recently is, is the uh, the importance of relatability, you know, how relatable a story is. You know, it's usually stories which are about things we've all experienced in some way. And, you know, maybe we haven't all experienced watching MasterChef, but we have all experienced eating food, right, or even seeing people prepare food if you haven't done it yourself. Uh, so it's got this drawer of relatability straight away, I think. Um, I think that's a, a great element of it. It's got a bit of fame in there with, uh, you know, Gordon, Gordon Ramsay. Got yeah. a bit of that, uh, and you know that always gr- creates uh, an attitude when you hear that guy's name. Um, yeah,
0: no, lovely. Yeah.
1: How did you? How did you find this one? What was? Oh uh, well, that's, that's a yeah. nice
0: story. Yeah, look, one of the the beauties about. Uh, We've got a global you know, a network of people who deliver our programs all across the world and they're constantly bumping into great stories. And one of them is Maria Marenko, who was one of our, who was on the podcast, a guest on the podcast yes. uh, earlier this year. Um, uh, yeah, she posted on posted this uh, story on her uh LinkedIn profile on. International Women Women's Day, which was wow. the eighth of March. Yeah, so right. so that's where fantastic. I got that one from. So it's it's fantastic having this rich source of of awesome stories from right across the world. Beautiful. So thanks, Maria. Thanks, Maria. Yeah. So tell me,
1: when you tell that story, what bits do you like in that story? What are the elements that you know sort of jump to mind for you? And think, yeah, I love that element of the story.
0: Well, I didn't do it particularly well, but. That one of the elements that I really liked was as she she approaches that her cooking station for the for the audition for MasterChef, right. and she's walk out. because I could have, said, could have said the first the the first thing you you get is the tapping of the, her cane. Oh, right before you see her. Before you see her, you right. just get the tapping, and mm-hmm. then and you could hear the tapping, and then they showed Gordon Ramsay's face, and it was. What? Yeah, Yeah, what's going on here? He was uh, a bit perplexed, and so uh, that really, I really, for me, that was a, uh, I really liked that Mm.
1: moment—the
0: surprise that Mm -hmm. a blind chef would have the the audacity to have a crack at MasterChef (laughs) because it's a game. uh, It's like I I have to say, you know, like my total assumption was uh, that. It's a that's a that you know to win that you gotta be you gotta be cited, right, you that's that that was where I started when I first heard this. I'm going um, yeah, how, how do you do this? You can't like you can't compete with sighted people in a competition like that. Well, I'm totally wrong. Totally wrong. Yeah, and in fact, could use that as a when, when we talk about business points, mm. assumptions.
1: Yeah, mm. the for me, I think the the imagery of people racing around the kitchen you know and being totally harried and not not you know sort of flustered I guess and and her I'd love to see I haven't seen her you know sort of cook but I'd love to see this sort of serenity I'm imagining the serenity uh, associated with her just focusing on what she needs to do and and, and, and getting it done each time on time because, you know, when you watch the show, the number of times, uh, you know, there, there are things that they just can't get on their plate or whatever. They can't get it plated up because of uh, time constraints. They've, they've stuffed it up along the way. So, yeah, that's a yeah. good
0: image. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, and, and it kind of highlights the importance of focus. And mm. and if you're using this story to make a point about the importance of focus, then that would be something you'd really zoom mm. in on to amplify.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's flip it the other way. Let's look at the things that we think you'd improve in the story. I mean, you already touched on how you'd like to improve that sort of entrance uh, description. Um, I think the, I mean, we, we talked before the recording about what we call resume stories. The, you know, this the sort of story where people just list the things the person has done in their career you know oh, they study born this. in
0: 1975 and they yeah. studied the, the diploma of this and they got a masters in information systems and, yeah. and a masters of fine arts and uh, you know, and i and i and i had all that the first time around but as you as you said it sounded a bit like i was reading a resume
1: yeah so it's 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 a thing that we need to keep in mind that people just really want to see a a small subset usually and it, this happens over and over again once you cut it down and work out okay what's the what are the couple of scenes that you want to uh, illustrate all of a sudden it comes to life.
0: Yeah. It's kind of one of the principles to apply when you're doing this stuff is get to the action quickly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, in the first time I did it, I didn't do that because as I say, I got lost in the rabbit hole.
1: Yeah. You were enjoying it. I joined the research.
0: I was really loving the research. Uh, This is super impressive woman. Yeah.
1: The, um, I think the other thing that,
0: you know, is,
1: is something to consider is, like, how do you finish a story like that? I mean, she's had success and it sort of, you know, she then went on to do other great things. And in a, in a way, I wonder whether a story like that, because I thought you built up the did she win or not moment very well, right? Because you're sort of hang on that. You, did, you weren't quite sure. Until eventually we get the answer. Um, I, I, I suppose that additional things you add about what happened afterwards are quite nice to sort of say. You know, she went on; good things happened, right? Um, anyway, I'm just sort of talking out loud,
0: in, in terms of you know,
1: does it finish right at the point where she wins? Or, yeah, or I think that would depend that on
0: on uh, on on the point that you wanted to make using that story. You could. Yeah. Just end it there. For me, I I, I had a, a, a non-specific point, a point which was around you know I really like people who who achieve things against the odds. Yeah, and then I finished by saying and so you know against all odds she did yeah. that. Yeah. So that um, with that as the business point, yeah. You know, Achieving things against the odds. The fact that she went on and did those other things is probably, you know, I think that as, that does add a bit of value. You mm-hmm. wouldn't want to spend too much too long on it. No, no. But there's something I should have said is that when she talks, she just appears so happy, you know, so satisfied with her life. Not satisfied, but just a, just having a good life. Yeah. Right. How interesting.
1: Yeah, that's a mindset, isn't it? Yeah, you betcha. Just that, I mean, that that would be an interesting element. Um, You know, because then you're starting to get more of the character of the protagonist in the story, aren't you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. In fact, that's, yeah, that's a detail that would make it even better is to.
1: Mm, mm, Just to get, you get to know her a little bit more. Yeah. No, that's good. Fantastic story. Business points, Mark. I mean, we've touched on some of them already, but. Yeah. All right. So what what are the big ones for you?
0: But... Don't let people say you can't do things. Yep. Uh, Against the odds. You know, you might think that you can't achieve this, but look, let me tell you about what Christine Ha did. Yep. Yep. Uh, Focus is another one. So, folks, we can all get distracted like the other participants, or we can get focused on our task at hand and just focus on what we can control. That's another one. Yep. Mm. Any others from you?
1: Uh, no, I think you covered it for me. I think it's nothing else that I can jump on at the moment but um, no they're good ones. They're really good.
0: Uh, I guess so in Maria's uh, LinkedIn post, she talked about the story being useful in context of when people are thinking there's no way out of this. Um, also around the resilience really great story about resilience
1: i was just um, i'm just smiling because i'm thinking um you might be tempted to use the story in this way but i suggest you probably (laughs) shouldn't
0: and that is when should we issue some sort of trigger warning no no, 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 no no
1: no it's fine it's just you know like if you, you're bumping into someone who's a bit down, down in the dumps and things are not going very well for them, you go, yeah, but look, this person, she's blind and she gets things done, you know. <laughs> That's not going to give you win you any friends, I would suggest at that point. That's the misuse of storytelling, I think. Um, but, okay, good. Good story. I love it. Uh, definitely going into the uh, story bank. Uh, so, some... Mark wants to add. I just
0: got an idea. I just, just for me, the value of what you said when we in practice, when the importance of getting to the action quickly and moving away from a resume style story, it's a, it's such a, an important thing to do. It's, it's one of the things that we see happening, happening a lot. Yeah. Um, When people try and tell a story, they think they have to tell everything. When. The power of a story is when you get to a moment, a specific thing, that's where impact lies. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a good reminder.
1: Um, you know, and in fact, what, what would be a great outcome is you tell that story and the audience ask questions about her, right? And then you can trickle out the rest of the information mm-hmm. that you know about her. Then they're pulling it, right? They're sort of going, tell me, tell me rather than you pushing it at them. So yeah, that's the, that's a good situation. Okay. Let's get some scores. Well, I told the story you get to, you get to go first. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm going to give this a seven out of 10. It's a seven out of 10 story. Um, I like the story. I'm just, you know, the, I'm not too sure I'll be telling, I don't know if I'll be telling it. I, don't, I think I will. Sheena will hear this story tonight, so that's yeah. that's that's <laughs> a, absolute definite. And in fact, we'll be probably watching episodes of uh, uh, the US uh, season. Um, so anyway, I'm going to give it a seven. We'll stay at seven. What are you going
0: to give? Okay, it? I'm giving it an eight. And yeah, I might not use this very often, but I just think this is it's really inspirational. And uh, an extraordinary human being. Mm, so it. just just in terms of its impact on me, I'm giving it an eight. Well, everyone, put that into your story
1: bank. See where you can use it. We'd love to hear how you use it. So yeah, let us know. And yeah, thanks again, of course, for listening in to Anecdotally Speaking. And yeah, tune in next week for another episode on how to put your stories to work. Bye for now.